harness fastened. Welcome. Oh, Jesus. sweet merciful justice. Jesus. That hurt. I would prefer you lick the microphone than do that at all. <laughs> I would too. That was pretty terrible. Ow. <laughs> Ow. But you look mischievous. You look like you're okay with it. I, I am. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I hope you include that and that you bleep it out so that everybody thinks you just cursed at the top of your lungs. <laughs> that, that might be a good idea. So, in fact, I'm going to encourage it so much that I'm just going to go ahead and do the intro now. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode number 64 of Press Play to Say the. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> you you would think you'd been drinking. I like I said, yeah, I I would thought about it. Maybe I should have. <laughs> it's one of those weeks. Yeah, yeah. Where uh we uh, this episode number uh for our Spanish speaking listeners who bueno, only bueno, tune bueno. in to hear which episode it is. That's it. And they have to be illiterate, I guess, because it's right in the title. So you have to be illiterate to want to tune in to find out just what the episode number is. We should use uh Spanish numbers. You're right. Uh, yeah, uh, numerals Española. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's a that would probably help. Chris is a little distracted, so I'm just going to say I'm your host, Mr. Corey T. Wilson. On my right at Master Controls, Mr. Stephen J. Howie. What up? And uh, over here uh, on on my left is left Mr. hand side. On my left hand side, that's right, the side of my left hand and my left foot. Yes, and I your left earlobe. So. I should hope so. And my left nut is Mr. Christopher Pharmaceutical Man Stump. Uh. Pharmaceutical you? man. Pharmaceutical man. Because nice. He is wrestling with text messages to go and buy some medicine. Now, now what what is he wrestling with? Well, the, his phone. Have you not seen his thumbs trying to like? Get, I've I've been wondering what's happening. Yeah. I really would like to know. Yeah, really. Trying to get his phone in the stranglehold over there. Well, it's going <laughs> to remain a mystery. <laughs> oh, I think I just got told to shut up about it. <laughs> I think so. I'm pretty sure. That's all right, uh, Christopher. Christopher Stump, how you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. I don't need any medicine for anything. That's good. Feel yeah. pretty good about stuff. I may call you later though. Yeah, I might text you and ask you to get me some. Yeah. If, if you can swing by. <laughs> really hey, good. ladies and gentlemen, welcome to, the, welcome to the podcast where we talk about video games. Yep. Because that's what we love. Beep, beep, beep. You know what I'm saying? You feel the love? Mm, I'm feeling the love. Yeah. Well, get up on that. Mm. I, I am now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You feeling Chris, it? You feeling it? I'm not. Oh, let's I'm get really him warmed not. up. We're going to get y'all hot and bothered there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, that's close. Yeah, yeah. There we go. We're on it. Hey, this would normally be the uh, an episode where we talk about a free, free-to-play game of the week, but no, screw that crap. We're not doing it tonight. Want to know why? Because we've got a lot to talk about, gentlemen. Strap in. We're going to be talking about several things, including... Or strap we, on. What? Now Chris is hot and bothered. I saw his eyebrows go up when you said that. Yep. Uh, we are going to be talking about Overwatch, as teased in the previous episode. Every time I hear Overwatch, don't ask me why, I want to say Oberweiss. Mm, I could go for some Oberweiss eggnog right about now. Ooh. Not an eggnogger. I my I come from a, a long lineage of anti nog heads. We don't do the nog. We're not nogging it. Uh, no, no noggins. No, but I married into. You don't some, have noggins. No, no, no. We are nogginless. <laughs> but I married into anti nogites. Uh, I married into a whole family of of nogities. Ooh, and, uh, and they they only go with the Oberweiss. Are they um, enhanced eggnog or 
non-enhanced eggnog? Um, I believe all the eggnog that I have had, maybe with one exception, was uh, just straight up bareback eggnog. Oh, bareback with, eggnog. Uh, with yeah. a little bit of, I don't know if it was yeah. like cinnamon or nutmeg mm. sprinkled on top. Possibly nutmeg, yeah. A couple yeah. times. Uh, yeah, but maybe I, cinnamon. I did mm-hmm. have, I once did have some, um, some, what, what's the putrefied eggnog? No, that's not the right word. Some <laughs> Petri- petrified. It, I was gonna say putrefied. You, in, you say enhanced. I, <laughs> I had some augmented. Augmented. Eggnog. Yeah, there we go. That's, that's the word I was actually once. looking for. And I gotta tell you, it's hard for me to do a creamy drink with the alcoholic bite. I mean, other than like a white Russian, but even then if a white Russian's too strong. So Bailey's is not, not your thing. You know, I could uh, Bailey's and eggnog might work just fine. I think this was a rum. Mm, yeah, see, that's definitely the uh, punch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A yeah. spiced rum, and I'm not a big spiced rum person anyway. Right. They threw that in the eggnog, and I was like, "What are you thinking?" And you know, I just start spitting it yes. out on people in anger. Hey, and this is the Christmas cast, by the way. Yeah, so. welcome. Ding, 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 ding. That's jingle bells. That's the sound they this make. This is the Christmas cast. Yeah, uh, it might get up by then. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> our, our current rate of uh, rate of return. I think that uh, was a dig at me. Was it? I uh, well, it's easier to dig at you when Chris is this distracted. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, it just falls flat. Yeah. You might laugh, but I get nothing out of no. him. And then and then the people listening go, oh, poor Chris. Yeah. He doesn't deserve that kind of pity. Or they might just wonder if I'm even here. He's not worth it. Maybe I'm just I, tuning in. From I'm home. wondering if you're here. I can't even see your face. Yeah, it's true. It's hidden by a microphone and a laptop and a big brown what <laughs> piece of wood. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm just saying. There it is. <laughs> My pauses are coming at inopportune times tonight. I I, I will admit that. <laughs> yeah. Type it in the old episode title already, are you, Chris? Uh, I think I found it. Hitting it hard. <laughs> well, that's good to know. Hey, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, well, we haven't done this in a bit. Why don't we go around the table and talk about what we've been playing? I think we should. All right. Howie, let's start with you. All right. I've been playing a made-for-iPhone 6 free-to-play oh, game oh god here we go with the elitism again hey howie you're gonna fly away if you can wiggle those chips on your shoulder the size mm. of wings ding there. ding 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 iphone I, I, 6 I, only uh, game i pulled this up just a few moments ago to get the real name of it and i had just forgotten my about iphone it. 5 is w- is way wiser than your iphone 6 Are, it's seen it? some things it's man. very seasoned yes it has seen some things yes it's made by Mind Candy. Okay. Called well, it just went away. Yeah. World of Warriors. World of I Warriors. I remember now. It is um, a fight 'em up game, RPG kind of style. <laughs> RPG fight <laughs> think, 'em up. Think. Uh, See, Chris is style. getting into it now because how he describing a game is always exciting. It is pretty enjoyable. <laughs> think um, we boxing. We boxing. Uh, think of Game of Thrones uh, uh, theme song, and uh, what's uh, what's the the game that I hate now that was on the iPhone? <laughs> yeah, I guess it would be Halo Star Wars Rebels. But it was on the iPhone. We played it and it crashed, and I can't think of Spell oh, Fall. Spell Fall. So like all those three things wrapped up into one. Yeah, interesting. So yeah, so one battle at a time. One battle at a time. You go yeah. through this map. It's like got the swooshing, like uh, Game of Thrones kind of style. A little bit of that kind of music style as well. Oh, okay. I'm like, what part of Game of Thrones is swooshing? The, the intro. I'm like, that's the, not Game of Thrones. That's Knight Rider. No, like you know the intro theme song where it's it's going through the the zooming the world and, and zooming in and out. And so it's like kind of got that little feel to it. It's too bad we're not on camera yet. I know we're doing some math. We're almost dancing together. We uh, yeah. yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. So it's 
it's very it's very fun. Watch out for the uh, microphone there. Sorry, guy. I was too busy patting you on the shoulder. I got a little handsy. You can <laughs> tell that they put some work in to uh, enhance the you know effects and 3D stuff. Yeah, because the iPhone six can do that. That's why it's iPhone six only. Yeah, the iPhone six. Um, and uh, yeah, but menus kind of awkward. Oh yeah, moving in and out is kind of awkward. It's it's free. Uh, I don't know if it's a pay to win yet or not, but. Is there loot? Um, there's loot. Uh, Armor, weapons, equipment. Things. I haven't gotten that far. That's the thing is I've played several matches and it's only been this kind of gem. There's been two treasures. You get gold yeah. almost every time you get gold. Okay. And then there's been two treasures so far and it's only been this kind of gem. You can keep buying more warriors and fight with multiple people. and you. It's like a, a, a WWF kind of thing. You tag in and out. Okay. Yeah. And they all, they, they all have a super one super ability or a stabby knife thing. Um, so it's not real dynamic as far as that goes. Right. Uh, but it's interesting to see a different kind of game. That's a little more, uh, you know, intense intensity yeah. as far as graphics. Now is this on uh, a phone? It's on a phone. So is it toilet friendly? Uh, you play this game in 15 minute intervals. Yes. Yes. I can go in, play a match within 30, 40 seconds. Okay. So it's just like done. Right. Then, okay, next question. Is it couch friendly? Can you ignore an entire evening of your wife's terrible TV shows and play this game? I don't know if it, it hasn't hooked me like that. Okay. So you, you, if you had a bunch of horrible friends over, you can definitely sink yourself into this because it'd be very easy to do to ignore, you know, to, intentionally to try to ignore horrible friends. Yes. <laughs> but uh, the non-horrible ones, yeah, you probably want to pay more attention than your non right. non-horrible friends. Okay, yep. okay. So it's 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 a good short burst game. Yeah, which again is something that we usually look for in a mobile platform yeah. game. And it's free. There, there's I haven't seen yet what you can pay for, but I'm sure it's the standard fare. Yeah, buy more gold. Yeah, or something like that. Right. But you don't know yet what you spend gold on. No, I'm, there's there's definitely uh, a feel that there's going to be because there is a uh, um, training, yeah. So you can train. Uh, so I, I kind of assume that I can get better equipment over time, but right. that's an assumption that this game makes you feel like you could do. I haven't seen it yet. Right. Gotcha. So there. What's there it, it called is. again? Uh, World of Warriors. So that's only for those of you with iPhone sixes that you're better than the rest of us. Now, will it work on the new iPads? I I don't know. Ah. I don't know. I did not. I did not. I specifically looked for a game that was specifically for iPhone six because I I was curious what people were doing to take advantage of the new you know updated graphics. Did it feel like it was, did it feel like it was taking advantage of it? I mean, did it? Yeah, really feel like it was yeah. Of it? it definitely wasn't sluggish at all, and it it was the most graphic intensive type of game I've ever played on my phone. So oh wow. Yeah. Cool. I'll better than that old uh, Unreal Engine stuff where you just walk around a castle? Yeah, it's better than that. Yeah. That was like, I, I, would play, I think I did that on my 3GS. And I remember yeah. going, wow. It's, it's that's pretty phone. neat. I've but, never played a yeah. game that looked that good since then on my phone. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure they exist. <laughs> it's hard to make a game real pretty that works on that small of an interface. Right. And, yeah. and, and, and you want to play it. Yeah. It's kind of like, well... At some point, you just you're just trading off because it's like, well, I'm not going to immerse myself into a four and a half inch screen. And that's one thing I'll have to say is they definitely made the combat extremely simple. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more of like timing. You know how like you have in a, in a football game, you're like, okay, I gotta get the timing right to do the field goal kick. Right. It's exactly I like know, that. That's, I know that exactly. Yeah. Uh, intimately about <laughs> field goal kick timing. Yep. 
Oh, you mean like in a football video game? Yep. Oh, now I'm with you. I was being sarcastic before, but now that we're talking about... Why would we talk about real football? I was way confused for a second there, Howie. I'll admit. (laughs) This is a video game podcast. Why would we talk about real football? We wouldn't talk about real football. Football manager. (laughs) Everyone's favorite game. That's soccer. Is that that your game of the... uh, Is that what you've been playing there? That is not what I've been playing. Now, what have you been playing, Mr. Chris? I have taken a trip down memory lane to an old game I used to play religiously. Yeah. Called RuneScape. 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 Which one? There's there's like at least three of them. Mm, well, it's called three because it's remastered. It's redone. Oh. It's it's re-updated for the modern uh, 3D rendering kind of MMORPG games. Um, this came out in 2001, I think. Yeah. Um, and it was it's a free to play. Or a you can pay membership for it. Yeah, I think the memberships are like seven ninety nine a month, which is still better than WoW. Yeah, yeah, um, a little more than half the price. Now, I remember last time you were talking about this, you were kind of excited about it. Um, this was the one that you had trouble getting to work right for a long time. No, oh, this okay. was, I think, when I was getting excited about it was when they were starting to make the transition to what's called three. They were right. updating everything right. into more modernized MMORPGs there. This used to be a point-and-click MMORPG fantasy adventure. When did the 3 version come game. out? Is that I played. Recent? I played beta testing for it probably about two years ago. Okay, so that's that's newer. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it, it fully released not long after that, I think. I don't have an actual date. Um, but this game was a real crappy... It's a web browser game. Right. And it's a point-and-click, adventure, skilling, time-waster, I guess you'd call it. Um, But RuneScape 3 is a fully customizable UI. You have actual combat skills now. You have mana pools. It's very modernized. And a lot of that stuff, even though I played this game for probably five years at the time, it was very new to me. And so I got on there and I was kind of just playing around with stuff because I heard all these cool things were out. So I got on there and I was messing with stuff and I realized that this game, I used to know price points of every single item in the game. Yeah. I now know nothing about. (laughs) All the prices are changed. They're inflated. All the gear that was the top gear when I was playing is all garbage now because there's all new stuff. There's all new crazy items I don't even know about. There's new parts of the world, Mm -hmm. new quests, new skills. All new UI, fully cuss, all this stuff. You can never go back, Chris. It was crazy. You can never go back. Did you? I did can't. you? Did you wrap your mind around it and 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 get excited? I spent about an hour just trying to figure stuff out. Yeah. So I'm going through, and I, I, I was still in the like it's free to play for, I don't know, let's call it a fourth of the game. Right. So it cuts off part of the world. It cuts off part of the skills, but you can still do all this stuff. Mm. And then. So I just got on there and I was going through, okay, what level am I? What do I have? What's different? And I was playing with settings. I was like, okay, I want my UI to be like this. And the more I sat on there and played it and saw this new gear of all these people walking by, I started getting that kind of hunger for it again because I dumped a lot of years of my life. Inadequacy, inferiority complex or something. No, no. (laughs) But this this game like drew up a lot of memories I used to have. Because I play with my friends a lot. Yeah. And so I kind of miss like those old days of 
let's just stay up all night and play games. Mm-hmm. And this was one of the games we played a lot. I miss those games, those days as well. I miss those games as well. Yeah, those game days. Those game days, nights, weekends, all days. All the whole thing, the whole kit and caboodle. Yeah. So I played free for about a day, and then I just resubscribed this week for, I was just trying a month for the, I think it's eight bucks. Now, did you put it on your card or your mother's? <laughs> I put it on my card. Okay, just check it. Uh, okay. Actually, no, I had to put it on PayPal because oh, the credit yep. card doesn't work for Yep. So I'm getting back into that. I haven't really played it a whole lot. I've more got on, logged on, and take, take inventory of where I am yeah. and what I want to do next. Because it's a big game. There's a lot of stuff to do. Some of it's crap. Some of it's for fun. Some of it's meaningful. Some of it, above all, you're trying to level. You make levels and you make money. Yeah. That's what everyone's trying to do is to get the best gear and get the best, the rare items. And right. So money makes the world go around, which brought me to my next point before you do your, what you've been playing. Okay. it's kind of on topic. Please. I've never heard of a game doing something like this, but they call it the Well of Goodwill. This, and this is in RuneScape. This is an in-game event, I think it's called. I mean, it's a, it's an ongoing event. It's not like a temporary thing. Kind of like you know, like a uh, like ongoing forever or like a seasonal t- kind of thing. I don't know. They just announced this at the beginning of this month. Okay, so it's not only was this game fairly new to me, this concept was new to me. What is the Well of Goodwill? You donate in-game gold, and then they will donate. Once they reach milestones of how much gold's been inserted into this fictional vacuum, yeah, they will donate real money to actual charities. Oh wow! So there's two things that this does really well. First of all, yeah, it's cool they're donating a charity. Yeah, and you get to spend virtual money to have them pay real money. That's right. a cool idea. What this really is doing, which I know they tied into this, was the economy in RuneScape is very lopsided there are so there are some players with more money than you'll know how to spend right there's other people that struggle to make money right and a lot of that is because the most valuable things in the item in the game are items that are discontinued Mm -hmm. so if you played when the game first came out and you have five of these super rare hats Mm -hmm. those things are worth billions of gold coins yeah whereas you can buy a lot of normal stuff for like five thousand coins right so people that have this stuff can buy this top-tier armor spending millions and millions, Mm -hmm. and they still have billions upon billions and trillions. Yeah. While the average player who doesn't have that stuff, say they just started last year, they're starting with nothing. Yeah. I mean, they are making money by killing a goblin and getting two gold pieces. So it's giving them a way to eliminate some of the excess gold to try to restabilize the economy. It's making the economy bounce back into a more stable area because these stupid rich people are only going to be regular rich people now. Right. And because what it does is it, it, it cuts out some of the uh, some of the hoarding. Yes. You know, that's what, it's just like in real life. They say to stimulate the economy, you have to get you people spend to spend money. money. Right. So what but it these, does is... These people can't spend money. It's like, I got already, everything that I right. need. I don't have anything. So right. what it does is get, it targets them specifically. And other people might go, you know, shove in a little bit here well, and there. But. I mean, and I'm not super rich on there, but I have money. Mm-hmm. But... I would say, I'm going to call it middle class. Yeah. I can afford high-end armor, mm-hmm. not the best armor, not the highest, highest armor. Yeah. But I can afford the stuff that I need stuff to go do. Yeah. But again, money makes this world go round. Whether you want to buy supplies mm-hmm. to go do your dungeon raid, you want to buy armor, 
Or you want to just buy a cool outfit because you're going to stand around a bunch of people and you're going to sell stuff. And slash dance. Or, Is yeah, there slash dance? there's a lot of emotes. <laughs> yeah. Good. Um, and the other thing is a lot of people, if you're going to grind out skills, you buy materials just like any other MMORPG. Yeah. So that's how the lower level people make money. Yeah. As they sell their materials that they grind out, they spend the time, they get them and they sell them to these people that want to use them and don't want to spend the time getting them. Yeah. So it's kind of brilliant. It is. And you know? at the same time, it's charity. It's cool. And there's another, there's a third factor. I mean, we talked about the fact that, it, you know, it's supporting charities and it's also getting rid of some of the excess gold to help to stabilize the economy. But what it also has the opportunity to do is encourage some people who maybe not have a lot of excess gold go, hey, I want to contribute to this. Yeah. And they'll play and they'll spend some of their gold and then they get to play more to get more of that gold back. Yeah. Or spend it. And so it encourages people to play more and, 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 potentially spend more money in game or on yeah. the game and things like that. So that's, yeah, that's, uh, that's really kind of brilliant from, yeah. uh, three they said angles. they, for every 5 million coins, they're going to donate a dollar, which doesn't sound like a lot, but 5 million coins is not much. Yeah. So I think they have a meter on here. Yeah. Right now they are at two point two hundred fifty billion. Oh wow. And this has only been going on for a couple of weeks. Yeah. The top donator donated 8.8 .8 million gold. Oh wow! So, like, and it it tells you, I I wonder if they they have a goal, say a meter that says once they reach a trillion, they're at their goal. Yeah, and that's a lot of money. So, I wonder if that point they're going to anyone who contributed, they're going to offer them a special one-time item or something that mm. it's not tradable, so it's not going to inflate the economy anymore. But right. it's something that shows. You were there. You contributed. You're part of this. Yeah. Maybe they'll... I don't know what they're going to do. Maybe they'll do something for every player that... Didn't, I don't know. Who knows? Special cape, whatever. Yeah. Cosmetic, I have no idea. That's cool, though. But yeah, really cool concept, and I've never heard of a game doing something like that. So yeah. I thought it was cool. Well, good. Power to them. What have you been playing, Corey? Me? Yes. Oh, I played uh, Drive in Atlanta and Try Not to Get Murdered by Other Drivers. That's always a good is time. That a game? It is a good. That's a game, free to play. Well, you're playing with your life, buddy. It's not so free. So in that There's sense, gas. it's game. Yeah. Well, yeah, they didn't charge me to be there, but I had to get myself there to play it. I went to Atlanta uh, over the weekend. Hot Atlanta was it hot? It was hot Atlanta, and it was cold as butt. <laughs> it was the exact same temperature in Atlanta that it is in the Midwest, and I felt gypped. Yeah, I would. Royally gypped. It was freezing cold but, at night. But it wasn't hot and muggy. No, it wasn't. I would take muggy, especially because I was wearing a suit for a portion of the time that I was down there. So, uh, but yeah, drove down to Hotlanta with uh, with uh, Garrick, who's been on the show, and uh, and Jokomo. Jokomo. And uh, and another, and we we uh, we all hoofed it down to Hotlanta in a car. People down there drive. Like, uh, if you were immortal, you wouldn't be in a hurry, right? Because you, you're going to live forever. So what okay. do you need to be in a hurry for, right? Right. So I can't say they drive like they're immortal. I think they drive like there's like a, like some, a really something cool waiting for them in death, like a bag of candy or something. Like, <laughs> oh, man, I love Skittles. I'm going to murder myself and take 30 people with me so I can get to the Skittles. You know, that's... Maybe the way people Skittles drive Skittles. Skittles are good. You you remember the ice thing that happened last year? <laughs> the icing. They had like Elsa. They, she yeah, came along. That's true. They had it was around that time. They had what like an inch of snow, and it turned into like Thunderdome on the highway down there. Like 
cars were stranded for three or four days. They're setting cars on fire. People are like waiting to be rescued on snowmobiles. And there are people I, we, I, we knew someone who just got off the highway and got in a hotel because she couldn't get home 20 minutes away for three days. <laughs> the whole, I mean, the whole town just broke in half. Well, friend, I've seen why. Those people are nuts. If you live in Atlanta and you have a driver's license, I want you to to I don't want you to get upset. I want you to think about whether or not this applies to you, because if you can improve yourself, maybe we can make Atlanta a little safer together. What the heck? People down there are insane. I saw people go, you know, I'm in the left lane, but I'd really like to be using this exit that's at a 90 degree angle from me doing 60 miles per hour. Oh, well, and zip across seven lanes, no signal, no warning, and see all seven lanes of traffic like veer and almost hit each other trying to miss a person doing this. I, They drive like they're insane down there. You know, Chicago traffic, people in Chicago, they drive fast. Yep. They drive yeah. bumper to bumper every lane. Yep. 85 miles per hour or 80 miles per hour. I got no problem with that. But the thing about is Chicago, mostly the highways are straight. Well, yeah. in Atlanta, you're coming off the mountains and stuff like that. So not so much straight highways. And also people like to drive as if the lanes don't, they're not a thing. It's You just wipe the dashes out and just hope for the best. Yeah. And that's the way people drive in hot Atlanta. And it was insane. Like we saw pileups, we saw just cars just wrecking every. Just it was nuts. But the roads down there follow the contours of. It, it's kind of like I always say. Boss traffic in Boston is terrible because the roads predate automobiles. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The road, all the roads down there, they're not built in a in a good grid. They're just kind of built in a whatever pattern. Well, you've got that plus the hills in Atlanta to work around, and so they're you know. It's just, it's nuts. It was nuts. And it was nice to get back. It actually was kind of crazy till we, on the way back, we get on the north side of Nashville and we break off onto 65. And it's literally like, oh, 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 oh. And we take this exit and it's three lanes wide. It's two interstates splitting, right? And we just kind of go over this hill and it's just crickets chirping. It's just like, and everyone in the car, no one said a word, started laughing immediately because we all realized how we just turned from crazy into not like normal into normal people not crazy driving so it was uh that was my white knuckling experience i had no no time to play video games i drove for about 24 hours yeah they're back so that unfortunately is what i did instead of play video games this week which is why part of why part of why we we're not doing a game of the uh free-to-play game of the week but we have talked about uh a couple of free-to-play games so hopefully gamers have got their fill if you haven't and you want to learn more about gaming other than listening to our podcast, there's something else you could do. What? Gentlemen. What is that? Why, you could go to college and study Dota, Defense of the Ancients. Not Dota 2, which is not Defense of the Ancients. Oh. Just Dota, Defense of the Ancients. At, am I even going to try to pronounce this Chinese word? I'm going to say Chongqing Energy College in the China has a course on defense of the ancients, which I'm not going to lie. First time I read the article on Kotaku, I thought it said defense of the, against the dark arts, in which case I got really excited. <laughs> you know? I'm sure there's something out there for that. <laughs> yeah, probably in Florida. So what's an energy college? I, I don't know. Frankly, they learn to work in the energy industry. I don't know. But uh, they, they have a, a class that is all about uh, Dota. And basically, uh, in, in the words from the uh, Kotaku article, various Dota strategies are analyzed with the goal to help students not only improve their own coordination and motivation, but help inspire different ways of thinking. 
which is probably Kotaku lifting those words from, you know, the actual college literature or something like that. So we don't know if that's really true or not. Well, it's just on their literature. I I haven't sent someone over to test everybody. Why? Why not? Well, I budget. Oh, right. (laughs) But it's just a budget issue, Howie. (laughs) We're right at the end of fiscal four. You know, uh, we're moving right into (laughs) we're we're moving right into Q1. It's uh, it's not a good time. We'll see if we can get it on the budget for next year. Uh, But well, we did planning in back in Q3. So the year after next. Get back to me on that one. So. Anyhow, thought that was an interesting tidbit. Uh, Chris, would you take a college class on a video game? Uh, if it counted for credit, yeah. Yeah? Who wouldn't? Me. If it counted for credit. I really think I wouldn't. If it was something I was interested in and counted for credit of what I was doing, I would definitely do it. I uh, I got, uh, when I was, I think, a junior in high school, I got a pamphlet from, I don't remember which university, but one of the bigger ones in Florida. Okay. And the literature literally said right on the cover, it said, we know you're going to college for an education, but let's face it. You just want to party. And I went, are you kidding me? Rip in half, rip it again, threw it in the garbage. Like, I was like, really? I I wonder if I I would be the same way about a video game course. Now, here's the, here's the, the, the kicker. If I was like a senior and I needed an additional credit, like some kind of general credit, and this course happened to fall within that. Oh yeah, by that time you're skating. You got senioritis. Sign me right up. But when it comes to like, you know, hey, I'm a, I'm trying to get in some meaningful classes and stuff at the front end of my education. I don't think I would. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. think I would. I'm not a, like I said. I'm not above it completely. But uh, but mm. yeah, they have a, apparently the class is uh, only got like I don't know thirty slots or sixty slots or whatever. But like a hundred and some kids try to squeeze in the class just to watch. Really? Yeah. I believe it. Yeah. It's big over there. It is. It's a big deal. It's kind of a big deal, guys. It's kind, kind of, of a big, big deal. deal. Kind of a big deal. People yeah. are making money. Yep. You know another who else makes money? People that work. I kind of set you up for that one. Well, not everybody that works makes that much money. But hey, you know who does, Blizzard? Yeah, because it's, it's really cold. No, the the software oh. making company. Wants, oh, Blizzard. What's Bl- allies Blizzard. with Activision? Is it Blizzard Entertainment? Yes, Black Blizzard Activision. <laughs> Activision Blizzard. <laughs> Not to be confused with Black Division. <laughs> yeah. Also known as BET. Um no, no. Uh Blizzard has uh who's made untold fortunes because of World of Warcraft and other extraordinarily successful properties. Uh, pretty much just World of Warcraft. Yeah, you're Diablo. Right. Nobody likes StarCraft or Diablo. Nope. nope. None of those. Or Hearthstone. Nope. Nobody likes these things. Nope. Which nope. it's a good thing then. That they're coming out with a brand new game called Overwatch. Okay, wait, wait. They're not just coming out with an expansion? No, no. An expansion for what? It's a whole new game, man. Yeah, right. But I'm just used to them coming out with either... Expansion after expansion after expansion. Charging full price. Or a new, a quote-unquote new game of an already established franchise. Right. No, this is a first-person shooter. A brand new intellectual property. No, not WoW. A new intellectual property. Wow. I mean, crap. (laughs) Yes, crap is correct. (laughs) That is the correct response that should be elicited by this news. Are you saying you don't like it? No. Crap, Howie. (laughs) I got to tell you, I I watched uh, a little bit of gameplay footage, and uh, we've all watched the the trailer. So let's go around. Let's start with Chris, because if we end with him, he's just going to bring us down. Chris, what were your first impressions (laughs) of the trailer for Overwatch? 
I'm pretty excited about this game. Yeah? It's very TF2-y. TF2-y? <laughs> In the sense that it's a, it's like a, a class... Well, you know what? Uh, let's set the stage. It's first-person yeah, shooter. Say we should talk about it's what the game is. Shut up. It's, it's a massively a, multiplayer. Massively multiplayer, first-person shooter, but... It's an MM. Uh, yeah, an MM FPS. Um, it is... It look it's sort of class based, but it almost looks like it's more even character based than class based. So whereas uh, a MOBA like Dota Two or League of Legends, you go in and you pick heroes, and you have the, that hero has abilities. It looks like this is more like that, where you go in and you pick characters or heroes that you play as, and you have their abilities rather than just like I want to be the engineer, I want to be that. They're taking it and and making it so there's a lot more to choose from. And, and I'm wondering if they'll be mutually exclusive in matches. Like, okay, someone's already playing that character. Someone else can't, which would be great. It would help avoid. I don't know if there's that many characters, but I I don't know, but the impressions from what I've read, you know, the, the, the imagery in the trailer shows, uh, I don't know if you count like 20, 20 plus and the, you know, they fade out in the background. So there could be a ton of them on the board. So, also, yeah, in the yeah. in the trailer, the kids were t- calling them out by name, rather, you know what I mean. So it's like they yeah. have names, mm-hmm. which makes me think they're more heroes than just classes. Or you could be thinking too much into it. I could be, but you know, as Chris did the same thing I, I did while he was watching the trailer, he starts rattling it off features that he felt that the trailer. As soon as I said something, though, as soon as I said something, you're gonna have to slink your microphone. You get down, Howie. <laughs> Go lay on the floor. Oh, oh crap. <laughs> Oh, sorry, broken. folks. Howie, Howie, Howie's everything. having a crisis. The funny part is, we just watched it without ever considering that there was actually something wrong happening. Chris, take over. First impressions? My first impressions of Overwatch. Of the trailer. Well, oh, of the trailer? Uh, I'd say it's best described as like a Pixar animated kind of show. Um, they had a lot of little comedy bits in there, but... A lot of it you could tell works on more than one level with, uh, you know, they were fighting for a little bit and then all of a sudden the one girl with the two pistols had to take cover and hide because her guns were no longer lit up, indicating what I believe would be a cooldown of her abilities. Yeah, like so she had she, like sort of an Iron Manny chest piece that winked out and she had to sit and wait. It kind of fizzled out. It seemed very intentional that they were showing you that. And then it, the, she sat behind in her cover for a little bit and then it all started glowing again. She goes, okay, ready to go. And then started doing more crazy stuff. Yeah. Um, there was also another, I don't an know, AOE. There was like a, what you called a super move. Oh yeah. The it ultimate, seemed like, seemed the like Reaper he charged character. up. Seemed like, like he charged up and just started exploding bullets everywhere. And then at that point, both heroes just took cover because it was like, Oh gee, this is, this is the big guns. This yeah. is, they're putting a lot of stuff into this, so we need to get down. It, it looked- definitely felt like they were trying to convey some of the tropes of multiplayer gaming to, to give you an idea, even without showing you any gameplay. Because this is a fully three, pre, you know, fully like video rendered cut, uh, trailer. It was very well done. Very, very well done. I wonder how many other people picked up on stuff like that, or if there's stuff that we missed. Oh, I'm sure. But yeah, you know, like her jumping about. Uh, that character who can, uh, I forget her name, but she can wink about, you know, Trace. like uh, teleport Trace. I think she can do that three times before she has to recharge, maybe four. Yeah. So, but she's like stupid fast. She's more like a, but the thing is, they weren't, from what we saw, they weren't mixed so much as melee and range type. Right. It was very specific that they were pistols and sniper rifles and 
They just had well, abilities. The, the gorilla was pounding on people. He was. Yeah. That would, but he also had those gloves. Yeah. It's, so, it's, it did seem like they had limited abilities, like kind of like a Dota 2 where you have like maybe four or five max that you that's do. it yeah yeah what did you think Howie? oh i as far as the trailer goes i think that uh the trailer was very well done uh i thought it was interesting in towards the end that she trace took a weapon away because i was like well i don't know that's that right that was- she did she uh stripped the weapon out of another person yeah hand. and uh you're wondering is that really a is thing that really a thing or is that or just is that part just of for the yeah. video so that was one of those things where you're like i'm not sure if they're trying to you're reading too much into it or Right. Or what, and the but, reason why we're walking this tightrope is because this trailer was not just a, this is what the gameplay is. Not at all. The in fact, trailer, it wasn't gameplay at all. No, the trailer was a fully cinematic trailer that a lot of people, and Chris said this immediately, I'd already read this, and he said the same words. Uh, as soon as it was over, because it was very Pixar-ish. Yeah. Which, you know, it's not Pixar-level graphics, but I would say that any day of the week, it's it could compete with like a a, a, a DreamWorks animated film. Yeah, any day of the week. I think it was absolutely that quality. I could totally watch a full. Maybe not Wednesday. Uh, yeah, probably on Wednesday. Oh, probably you, on you're, Wednesday. you're probably right. Probably yeah. on Wednesday. Yeah, you're probably I, right. I would. I could watch a two hour a two hour cinematic version of this. No yeah. problem at it all. Kind of looked like a TV show. And the story. I mean, it, in the trailer, very much had a story to it. It focused on two little kids. They were at a museum, and all this fighting ensues. And one and one of the kids has to kind of step up and. Kind of save the day for him. I wonder if those two kids are going to be in every arena that you play in. <laughs> you have to avoid <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah, if you take them out, shoot then... the kids is the name of the mode. <laughs> don't shoot the kids. That's my favorite. But, uh, but yeah. Honey, that, I shot the kids. The, oh, oh, you lose dead children. Oh. We, uh, that's terrible. No, it was. It was, it was really awful. I'm surprised Chris would say such a thing. Yeah. Why would, uh, but it, it, the the big thing is that, I mean, as Blizzard's done with World of Warcraft and stuff like that, they put out good trailers. But yeah. this one, you know, seeing that this is like a science fiction-y shooter, which is the absolute opposite of what we expect, mm-hmm. you know, or what we've come to expect from Blizzard. I mean, yeah, they do science fiction with StarCraft, but not in this type of tongue-in-cheek, Team Fortress-esque style. Right. Um, and they're going in this direction. And so this trailer really is showing that they have the spirit. Because this is a multiplayer-only shooter. There will be no single-player thing. So to show that the story and the characters are actually of importance to them, they've said that they are going to be unveiling more in that, and there'll be elements of vital things that'll have lore and background in the maps. Like there will be stuff that you can read more about, and it's all they're they're doing this all with a greater story yeah. stuff in mind. Mm. And so I, I, it's been a while since I've really gotten excited about a shooter, but this one really has my interest, Pete, because I like the style. I like the that kind of like animated movie style that they're going with, you know. And it just looks sharp. It looks real sharp. The gameplay, the gameplay footage, which is also out there to watch, uh, it's you know the press has had their hands on the on it, and it's it's real pretty. I mean, it's not the level of the trailer, but it's not just it's not noticeably off either. You know, it, it's not to the point where you start and be like, oh, oh, it looks crappy. No, it looks real pretty. It looks really good. Well, yeah. I take back what I said about melee and range, because they actually, on their website, they have they have the character list of what they have so far. Yeah. Um, and it actually says their role. So they've got support. They have a tank role, yeah. offense, defense. This really is starting to look more and more like a MOBA that is a first-person shooter. Yeah. yeah. Which I'm excited about. 
until you start playing it and you get griefed. And then, well, and it's not just getting griefed. It's you I know. don't know if you start playing when it first comes out, though. That's true. I get I my mean, leg up on it, and then tell everybody it's their own fault they don't like it. Well, or you're in the same boat as everyone else. Cause no one's going to be real crappy with you if you, no one knows what's going on. Right. So how many how many uh, characters they have slated so far? Uh, on their main page, they have seven, twelve. Twelve on the main page so far, and likely more to come. There's the, uh, at least I hope there's more to come. They're in the, uh, you know, how you're looking at an image on their website that there were a couple more characters even past ones you're looking at, in the image on the trailer. So I have a feeling on the trailer there's only four. Well, no, in the, in the image, gameplay. oh, in the trailer, at the end, and at the I might have been at the beginning too, but at the very end. If you go to us.battle.net/slash/overwatch/slash/en/slash/en, slash yeah, en. it's got That's all the characters English. on there. You can sign up for the beta. It's got their videos on there. You can go through the hero listing. Um, I think it. There was somebody who had a uh, gun that looked like a portal gun. Yes, I saw yeah. that. I believe that's sort of an engineer class. I think she can set traps and stuff like that. Uh, I got a little look at that mm. at the uh, in the. Uh, oh, that's, that's the engineer. Okay, Tor, Tor. How do you ever say that? I don't Torbjorn. Torbjorn. Yeah, that's that's. that's um, okay, there's another class, but she was setting some type of nodes. Yeah. Eh. Anyhow, in the gameplay footage, and it yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. It looks like. It looks like a real, well, I'm hearing that it looks fast paced, but I'm hearing that it's not a super fast paced shooter, that it's more of a tactical shooter, yeah, you, but you, there's still a lot of room. I'm, I'm kind of curious, uh, the, the, uh, the map goals, are they specific map goals or is it going to be more like Dota 2 where it's, or, you know, League of Legends where it's, you know, you take the whole map and I have a feeling we'll have different, it's a shooter. I have a feeling we have different gameplay modes. I don't think you can do a shooter with just... You know, well, with the roles that you have out here, you can't have. I mean, it says offense and defense. I mean, sounds like a capture the flag kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Know, command or points, I, capture flag, all that yeah, stuff. Sometimes mission logs or mission. Goals. I'd have hard. I, you could hard time believing it would be just like deathmatch. But you could still do team deathmatch that way. I mean, as long as you adjust the scoring to accommodate for the different roles, right? Uh, I I don't know. No, I, I, don't, I think that would come down to how you pick your team. I mean, you can play a game of Dota with five support players. Yeah. You're just probably not going to win. Yeah. It just comes down. Right, but it's not deathmatch. I was talking specifically yeah, about deathmatch. I mean, you could join a game of Counter-Strike and everyone picks the sniper class or wants to pick up a sniper rifle. and There's still ways to win. There is. That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. I'm not saying it's impossible. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying it, it's... You can still do it, though. It's just... It's more balanced to have... Right, you know, but uh, offense, like you were saying, defense. it's the scoring... That matters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How or they if do they that. do the, you know, sort of the battlefield thing where you've got a certain number of lives just ticking away for each team. Yeah, every time like you that. die, you lose. Yeah. So it's it's, uh, it's interesting. It looks real pretty. It look, I mean, the style. I like it. It's a different style for Blizzard, but yet has all the charm that all of their other games have. They're really good at at giving some type of charm to their characters and their stories, and this looks like it's got that in spades. Uh I, I highly, 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 highly recommend that anybody go out and watch the trailer and then watch some gameplay footage. Um, sign up for the beta. And yeah, sign up for the beta. I know I will. This game is being uh, developed exclusively for PC uh, at this point. 
Uh, they've not announced and are being very cagey about any other plans. Also, here's the thing. Uh, they will say there will be no in, in-game things that you can purchase that will be pay-to-win. It will be purely aesthetics. Now, having said that, are they going to make all their money selling uh, selling costumes? I don't, doubt it. Don't know yet, because they are not say. saying whether it's free-to-play or not. So the other question becomes... Is Blizzard capable of not gouging you for money? How old is Diablo 3? Um, Three years? More than that. Yeah. Have they ever not gouged people for money? That's the thing. It's Blizzard. I mean, I want to play Diablo 3, but it's many years old and it's still 40 bucks. Could this be it? And I refuse to pay 40 bucks. I'm playing Devil's Advocate, but could this be a subscription-based game? I And I... I... I if guess it my, is, they will turn which a is lot your of question down. is this can be or is your question would they try to make it this way? I think it's both. Okay. What are you saying, Chris? If they tried to do that, I think they'd turn a lot of people away. Yeah, I would say that I wouldn't put it past Blizzard to try. I don't think they will, but I wouldn't put it past them to try to just continually right. cover the cost of the servers. This shouldn't require the same kind of servers. I wouldn't think that like WoW requires, but I don't know. It's it's it takes a lot of intensity yeah. to run. If you can get nine physically. million people playing it, then a game that's like a, good point. a game like this, you can make money off cosmetics. You can. Everyone wants your hero to look. You cool. can. Is Blizzard ready for that? Like I said, no. Diablo three. Yeah, that's the thing. I, if the, I, if this game is not free, I think they're making a huge. It's a sixty dollar game with pay for cosmetics. You okay? So you're saying full price game with pay for cosmetics? What yeah. do you think, Chris? I think they'd put it out for probably 40. Most of their new games come out at 40. Do they? Yeah. Even I'm, brand new? Uh, I mean, it depends. I mean, Diablo what, 3 was 40? Starcraft 2 wasn't 40, was it? Uh, Starcraft, I don't know. I don't think I had Starcraft. But either way, I think you're still saying full price. No, I'm saying full, full price, price game sure. with, with cosmetics. And I, I think that that's probably likely. I think it's unfortunate. Yeah, because I think that they would make a bigger impact. Now, it could be a way of of simply throttling the number of users right at the front end. Say, let's charge, you know, a certain amount of money. That way we don't worry about breaking everything down on day one. Yeah, I don't think that's going to I think even this charge full price, I think that's still going to be an issue because I think there'll be enough people who buy it. It will be an issue, but it won't be potentially not as bad an issue. You know, so basically you've got a smaller amount of people on the same playing field rather than everybody you know, broken down and maybe, I don't know, some people are like, oh, I got in yesterday and I bought all this aesthetic stuff yeah. and now I can't get in and use it, you know, so. Well, I wouldn't, I also wouldn't be put it past them to have some kind of prepay option for beta testing or, you know, kind of a fund us while we develop kind of a thing to, you know, and then you get special. You Blizzard would want to be funded by anything? Well, no, I, I'm talking about like get special items once released. If you like prepay kind of a thing, but it, do it earlier on, similar to the models of what other companies are doing That's or not companies, a, it's but smaller. Indie, indie I haven't games. thought about it, but since you brought it up, I'm thinking, you know, I wonder if Blizzard would almost have too much. They've got more money than anything. Mm-hmm. And I almost wonder if they'd be like, that's, that's too indie for us. We don't need to <laughs> beg while the game's in development. You know what I mean? I I, I, I don't know that I, that, you know, that's entirely possible, but, at the uh, same but the, time, I, they're like not money. I want to say, 
they want money. They love the money. Any way they can figure out how to get more money out of you, they'll yeah. they'll try. At the old act of blizzard. So yeah, I don't think it, they're too above making money. No, I, I think it's it's highly likely that they're going to charge some they're gonna charge you for this game in some way. Um and uh but but how much they're gonna charge you. Yeah. I have no idea. Or in what format. I think even charging five bucks a month to play this game is a critical mistake. I think charging any monthly cost is a critical mistake. Right. Right. I just don't think shooter people are really then doing and there, there's alternatives. Not not a ton of great ones, but some really great ones like I th- TF2. I think we're past the uh the monthly fee models. Right. Not yeah. For Blizzard. If anybody was gonna get get away with it, it would be Blizzard. But I don't even think they can but get that's away the with thing. it. Well, that's the thing. This is a shooter. This isn't right. another World of Warcraft expansion. This is not, you know, this this isn't a game where they've got an entrenched audience. This right. is potentially some people that know that Blizzard's a good developer, but unproven in shooter territory. You know, yeah, they can make a wicked card game. They can make a, make a wicked RTS. They can make mm-hmm. a wicked MMO. They can make a wicked RPG. When it comes to making a wicked FPS, there's a lot of wickeds. Um, yep. We don't know. And so there could, you know, even the people who know Blizzard makes good stuff is still going to be like, well, let's try it. And the people who don't know anything about Blizzard go, that's an interesting FPS. Let's try it. But you don't have everybody going, yes, give me more. Well, they're pretty far along and they're already having people watch gameplay, putting right. gameplay videos up. And they're going to be building up hype and they're going to try to prove to everybody that they can well before this even goes out. Yeah. So I, I think. That will be a non-issue. Yeah, I uh, I'm really looking forward to this one, boys. Yeah, me too. Looking forward to uh, learning more about it. Uh, so why don't we then go ahead and transition into? We have a question that was submitted this week. We don't know by whom. Mystery person, anonymous. So anonymous submitted the question, and let's jump right into it. Are video games becoming too focused on multiplayer? Which I think is a great question to bring up after talking about Overwatch. Even though they're developing all the story and lore, it's a multiplayer only game. So are they becoming too focused on multiplayer? I mean, think about all the all the games we've played recently that we've talked about on this podcast about or that are all multiplayer only games, you know. All these all these uh zombie games and building games and open world this and that and the other thing. MOBAs. MOBAs. Are there are games too focused on multiplayer? Is the single player experience being lost to time? Well, I think Call of Duty is a really good example of that. You get less and less campaign as it goes on. Every year becomes more focused on multiplayer. Right. So, for someone who really likes the campaign of Call of Duty, I am not interested in that game anymore. Yeah. I won't even borrow it to play it because I don't want to. Right. So. I feel you. I don't know. I'm in the same kind of place with Call of Duty. I, I definitely like my multiplayer games. I can't say I like the people on multiplayer games. That's the thing. I, I I come at them for two different reasons. I come to multiplayer to get intense and get nuts. I go to single player to relax and do my thing. And go at your own pace. Right. I like to read skills and pick my gear and travel places and do quests and figure out what I want to do with my character. As opposed to multiplayers, I'm just going to run out there, do whatever I want, kill a bunch of people, and then get yelled at by some 13-year-olds. Gotcha. Yeah. The more I thought about this, it's like, you know, the single-player shooter used to be my bread and butter. That was my jam. And then enjoy the multiplayer after I'm done with the single-player, right? And I think about now shooters have almost completely abandoned single-player. 
you know, the popular all, ones. Yeah, almost Counter Strike. Even even a lot of the indie ones. Yeah, you know, most of the indie ones have just kind of like, uh, you know, that's not a thing anymore. And I think that kind of depresses me. But yet, when I think of my favorite sh- single player shooters over the last few years, they're not shooters first; they're RPGs first. You know, I'm thinking about Fallout Three. I'm thinking about Skyrim, and I go, I'm realizing, oh wait. I haven't been playing single player shooters lately. I mean, they haven't no. really been that robust. When's, what's the last single player shooter that you've played? Outside of those, uh, that well, uh, that was straight shooter, not oh, uh, Gears uh, of War, Gears of War two and three. Yeah, how long ago was that? Gears of War three, I actually just played earlier this year, but I was just playing it to go. I want to know what happens. Like I picked it up cheap, and it was just okay. Yeah, I, let's clarify. When's the last we one I was like played, really? Yeah. Was probably Halo Reach or Gears of War Two in that in that department. There, it's been a while. Yeah, it really has. Um, when it comes to games that I've played on my you know PC, Saints Row the Third and Saints Row Four, those are, I wouldn't really call those shooters. Those are just open world games things, right? So yeah, it's I I, the, I don't know that i'm still attracted to those big shooters i mean if you tell me you're gonna make an uh i know they're making another doom game but let's say it's specifically it's a sequel to doom 3 you know hypothetically i don't want to play that at all i don't want to play a big corridor shooter mm-hmm. that sounds boring and awful i agree yeah. well i mean you think about it those games like you just we were saying transition to more of an rpg first kind of game yeah it's, it's to make those bigger and more robust they start to turn into an rpg yeah. And not everybody wants to develop a big old RPG Mm-mm. when they just want to make a Twitch shooter. You know, I mean, Agreed. we're still going to get our Halo games. We've talked about them last episode, uh, new Halo game coming out. We're still going to get all that stuff, but it's kind of like. Well, and how do you make your money on those? How yeah. do you make your money on those types of games that, you know, yeah, unless you make, you make money, them multiplayer? You make, yeah, that's the thing. It's like the multiplayer kind of has to be there. You know, but there's still ways to do it. Like I talked at length about Unturned, which is a, such a silly little game, and it is a multiplayer survival game. But I wasn't playing a multiplayer; I just play single player. You know, I'm still kind of like, all right, I'm going to do my own thing at my own pace. Except when I get surprised by a zombie, then I piss not, myself at my own pace. Not get griefed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I have control over that situation, and that kind of scratch. Now I played edge. out, out, out. Not Outcast, Outlast. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah, it's Outlast, right? Yeah. I played that not too long ago, and that let me is a single player, right? First person shooter. <gasps> I lied to you. Go ahead. Oh, good. I'm glad you lied. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, it, 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 that was. It, it's amazing because that was a lot more enjoyable than than a lot of first person shooters that I played, especially multiplayer. Yeah. I, I don't know if it was just because it was the. I was in the mood for a scary kind of a game right. or, you know, and you think about it, scary kind of games, you don't, multiplayer doesn't make sense right. at all. Yeah. Uh, and you kind of want to be by yourself. You know. It can, you, I, you, I, you can do scary multiplayer, but very few try, you know, there's like some aliens games and stuff like that. All right. They have yeah. attempted such a thing, but so what'd you lied about? I lied about the fact that I played rage mm. and I played Metro last light. One was red dead. Red Dead was a while ago, but again, I wouldn't call Red Dead a shooter. It's kind of an, it's That's like true, like a GTA. It's more just like an open world adventure. I feel like it's a shooter because it's more Western. So you, you kind of like, yeah. But when I spend forty more times on my horse than I do shooting, <laughs> That's, yeah, and not upset about it, not upset about the fact that I'm riding my horse 
all over the place. I, I was just thinking about that game today going, man, I need to fire that game back up. I just want to get out there on the open trails. Yippee-yay! Bioshock's kind of a first-person shooter. That's true. Bioshock uh, Infinite is kind of a shooter, but again, it's also got a lot of RPG. Well, yeah. not a lot. It's really a, an adventure, a first-person adventure game with some shooting mechanics. Yeah. I don't know, but it's a single-player only kind of thing. You're right. You're right. So those three games, and Bioshock Infinite being great, but again, it was taking on the larger breadth of gameplay. Yeah. Uh, Rage being terrible, and everyone from id should have to re-examine their lives. <laughs> and hopefully did after <laughs> they probably game. live in hot Atlanta. Oh my word. That game's terrible. And then, uh, what was the other one? I said Metro last light, which I'm only played a few hours of, and I was going really slow. The game forces you to go slowly, which is kind of frustrating, kind of like rage, but it's very pretty. And I was enjoying, uh, what little shooting I was doing, but I feel like there's more shooting to come. I feel like I was still in the, the early throw a lot of stuff at you stages. Yeah. What about Tomb Raider? I don't call. T- I see that to me. That's an adventure game with some. They've added well, shooting. Okay, what, uh, more shooting uh, what would be? What would be then a first-person shooter single-player game? Just a shooter. Yeah. You know what? I think the Call of Duty single-player is a shooter, but it seems more and more hackneyed with each iteration of Call of Duty. Whereas, like Call of Duty Four, the first Modern Warfare, it was like yeah, it was only I don't know six hours long, but it was awesome. It was freaking awesome. And after that, it was just kind of like, well, what more can we do with this? Yeah. We've kind of, you know, we've been to the well. We well, blew you up a couple times in an atomic blast. That's kind of the thing. I, you're yeah. pretty limited if you're just doing a first-person shooter and no multiplayer. I miss science fiction shooters. You know what I mean? Like, I like Quake. Unreal, Quake, Doom. I like those games. I miss Quake a lot. I, mi- yeah. I cry at night almost every night. I, I really, really am. I missed... I, Played Unreal 2. I'm one of those people where okay. I played Unreal 2 front to back, and I loved that game. First off, because it was the first game I bought when I upgraded my computer, and it was gorgeous. Oh, Unreal Tournament. Not oh. Unreal Tournament. I'm, I'm Unreal, Unreal 2, which was like... Unreal a, 4. Unreal 4 was pretty good. Yeah. Unreal 3 was good. Unreal 2 was pretty awesome. So Unreal Tournament. Uh, uh, Unreal 2, like you have Unreal, which was like really fast. You have Unreal Tournament, which was even faster. And then Unreal 2, which slowed things way the crap down they all got chunky way the crap down yeah. like you were a dude in a battle suit and you went slow and i loved that game is that's is that where they first introduced uh those different modes and all the vehicles and stuff no you have no idea what i'm talking about you have never even looked at unreal 2 it is nothing like anything like what you're saying it's not unreal tournament at I'm, all i'm asking the question no i know i'm telling you I, it, i'm saying no i'm, I'm, I'm saying, not asking to be berated no but i'm saying that's how far off the mark and that's the point i'm making people a lot of people never even realize unreal 2 happened unreal 2 is a single oh, player. i remember i remember the name Unreal 2. i just yeah. can't place it in my head that's that's because it was so different from all the other unreals you know unreal tournament was taking the unreal and you know the unreal game and turning it into a multiplayer arena shooter Unreal 2 was like making a sequel to Unreal that was like barely had anything to do with it whatsoever. And it was gorgeous. But all the Unreal tournaments that came thereafter uh, had nothing to do with Unreal 2. You know, other than the fact that they had some of the alien races and stuff in those. um, Yeah, it was a very slow paced shooter. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I don't know that I played Unreal 2. I I can almost guarantee you that you didn't. I never even heard of it. It was so good in my humble opinion. But yeah, beautiful, beautiful game. I I like 
a good meaty single player shooter experience. I just don't believe in them happening anymore. Yeah, I I, I don't know. It almost seems like okay, we tapped that well, so we got to abandon abandoning abandon it. I can't talk. Sorry. Yeah. So I, I don't know if, if there's any more they could do that would make it interesting or exciting. That's the big thing. It's like, okay, we make a new science fiction property, single-player shooter. Who wants to play? Eh. Me. That's about it. You know, what, I would. What, what attracts you to it if it's not called Star Wars? I mean, shoot, I played uh, oh, I played Star Trek, uh, what, the Away Mission uh, Elite Force or whatever, where you were a member of the Voyager crew, and you went on Away Missions and shot stuff, and it was awesome. I mean, how many how many things can you do with a phaser? <laughs> that game's going to explore it, buddy. So, anyhow, that's probably enough of. Uh, we're we talking a lot about shooters, though. Real quick, the real quick. I think, yeah, I think there's a lot more single player happening these days. I just think a lot of your mainstream titles are becoming so multiplayer focused that the single player stuff is getting buried. Yeah, I think a lot of indie titles. I talked about brothers. We've talked about brothers a lot before. Yeah, that's another great single player. But yeah, thumb one and thumb two. Thumb one and thumb two. It's yeah. it's out there, but it's like it it almost is like, hey, with a multiplayer thing, we just make a map, throw you in it, we get the mechanics nailed down, boom, you're golden. Well, the re- with, mm-hmm. the replay value of multiplayer is unbeatable, right? Because it changes every time. Yeah. But with single player, we got to make it big and en- big enough and different enough, and and have the breadth be enough to just completely immerse you, so that you can still get. A value out of it without having to go back to the same world, reuse the same map. Yeah, like you can't. I mean, if it's if, expensive, if you make a game, a single player game, and it's less than ten hours long, you failed today yeah. in today's world. Unless you're an indie developer and you're not charging that much money for exactly. it. Exactly. No, yeah, full price. But yeah, yeah, you failed. So it's got to be a forty plus hour, you know, game. I mean, for, I'll pay twenty dollars to play Trine all day long. Right. You know, but it, that's not going to be, I'm not going to talk about it for ages like I do with Fallout 3. And every week I'm telling somebody, did you find this? I found this. Oh my gosh, yeah. you found this. We found that. It's still out there. It's just taking on different forms. Yeah. I think that's the easiest way to put it. So having said that, why don't we go ahead and wrap up episode number 64 of uh, Press Play to Save. Hey, folks, thanks for joining us. If you would, please go to Twitter and follow us at Press Play to Save. Go to Facebook.com, like us on Facebook.com slash BetterKind. That's where Facebook is. And uh, also, get on your uh, podcast app that you download our podcast. Or even if you go through our website, just go just go find a random podcast app and look us up. Like us, give us a positive review. It helps us reach listeners and, uh, and keep the content coming. In the meantime, thanks for joining. I'm Corey. That over there is Chris. I'm pointing Chris. at you. That's Chris. I'm Chris. I'm Chris. I'm Chris. There he is, down in the mic. Over there is Howie. Pharmaceuticals, man. Pharmaceuticals, man. Chris has to stoop down to talking to his mic because he's the only yeah, one that's tall I, enough that when he stands I up, he's I out of his I guess I don't really brain. sound very well up here. Yeah. No. So I need to be down. Yes. Sound better. Yeah. Yeah. Just stay hunched over like this. All right. Chris is getting old before your very eyes. By the time you yes. tune into X, episode number 65, he's going to be an old curmudgeon man. That is, yes. Curmudgeon. Yeah. So in the meantime, thanks again, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us. We out. Nice.